1: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Paper Mate Pens bring you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. i and Molly in just a moment. This Christmas, for just one dollar, you can give the gift of life itself to a hungry family overseas. For just a dollar, you can share your Christmas with fellow human beings, men and women and children, whose only hope for Christmas is the hope of simply surviving, of defeating starvation, of just staying alive. Your dollar will send an 11-pound food package, the special care dollar food kit. That's right. Care will send in your name 11 pounds of life-giving food to a war-ravaged family whose lives depend on such gifts from you. This is government surplus food, made available to Care by the Foreign Foods Administration. You pay only the shipping costs, $1. Don't put it off. The time is very short. Make your own Christmas happier by sharing with some hungry family overseas. Your gift of food may be the gift of life itself. Put a dollar in an envelope with your name and address. Put as many dollars as you can afford in an envelope and send it to CARE, C-A-R-E, New York.
2: We take you now to the Bontan Department Store in the city of Wistful Vista where we join two slightly bewildered shoppers named Fibber McGee and Molly.
3: this store is crowded today. Look at that mob over there at the elevator. Boy, they're
4: packing them in there like sardines. They'll have to open that door with a can opener and take them out with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that guy with his step ladder trying to get on the elevator. Attention,
3: please. Attention, all shoppers. Elevator service in the basement has been temporarily suspended. The basement is full. Come on, let's get started with our shopping so we won't have to battle our way around here too long. Have you got your list with you? Yeah, you got yours? In the first. Good. Now remember we agreed to chop separately and no peeking into each other's packages, right? Right. Yeah, it's no fun to know what you're gonna get for Christmas before Santa Claus drops it down the chimney. Oh, speaking of Santa Claus, look, there he is. Oh, yeah. Come on, let's go over there. Whoops, watch
4: it, Bob. Oh, the first possible problem What did he say?
3: I think he said, excuse me. Yes, yes, dark, a stoop,
4: Yeah, it's crowded. Well, come on, Molly. let's talk to Santa Claus. I'm going to tell him what I want for Christmas. Oh, let's not bother him. He's probably yeah, got for a gag.
3: Come on. Hi,
4: Santa Claus. Remember me? McGee, get off that poor man's lap. I've been a good boy all year, Santa, and I'd like my stockings full of candy
0: hey, okay, Johnny, but it'll sure be hard on your feet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> for goodness sakes, is the old-timer.
4: I thought them knees were awful, bony.
3: Hi,
0: daughter. Hi,
4: Johnny. What's new?
3: Just doing some Christmas shopping, Mr. Old-timer. Yeah, so you're in the bomb town Santa Claus,
4: eh? How'd you ever wind up in a job like this?
3: Just
0: unlucky, I guess. Sure
3: like to get my hands on
0: the fellow that was Santa Claus here last year, too. Why? All the stuff he promised the kids last Christmas and didn't deliver, I'm getting my shins kicked for this year. No kidding.
4: Got a
3: rough
0: bunch of boys, huh? Oh, it's the girls that do the kicking, Johnny. <laughs> the boys seem to be different this year. Well, I'm glad to
3: hear that. This must be kind of fun at
0: that. Well, leave us say it's an interesting experience, daughter. One little fella about six years old came in yesterday and come up on my lap, and he just snuggled down like a little kitten. Oh. Santa Claus, he says. I want to whisper in your ear. Close your eyes and listen, he says. I close my eyes and lean down and listen, I just got kind of a warm feeling all
4: over. Kind of tugged at your heart, did he? Nope, the little rat set fire to my beard.
3: (laughs) Well, this job can be dangerous.
4: What kind of presents are they asking for this year, old-timer? Bicycles and electric trains, I suppose, as usual.
0: No, the kids are the day of change, son. They're growing up. Yeah? I've been getting a lot of requests from kids that say, Santa Claus, please bring me Betty Grable. It's got me worried.
3: Why should you worry?
0: Well, gee, I kind of had my heart set on that. <laughs> uh oh, here come some more kids, kids. Watch it. Well, we got to start chopping, anyhow. Come on, Molly.
4: See you later. So long. So All on. right, now,
0: Sonny, you're next. Just tell old Sonny what you want in your stocking. If you say Betty Grable, I'll belt you with a bag of candy.
3: He's cute with the children, isn't he? Yep. Now, you go that way, dear, and I'll go this way. And no fair following me. No
4: fair following me, too, either. Because I got something very special in mind to buy you for Christmas, Tootsie. Have you,
3: dearie?
4: What? Ah, never you mind. This is going to be a real surprise this year. You just trot along. Okay,
3: lover. I'll stay away from you. I love
4: surprises. Hmm. Wish I knew what the heck to get her this year. My ideas and my money don't jibe. Wish I could find a nice $10 diamond terrara.
3: When you give your Christmas gifts this year, have you thought of the extra little luxury touch you can give any gift by adding a paper-made pen?
4: A paper-made pen is a gift that everyone appreciates because a paper-made is a gift that everyone can use. It's the pen that's approved by bankers and school principals, The pen that can't leak or smear or transfer.
3: Paper-made pens come in seven different color stylings. They make mighty handsome color combinations with the fancy wrappings on your gift boxes. Just tie a Papermate pen on each package and see what a nice touch it adds to even the most expensive gift.
4: And don't forget that a paper-made pen all by itself makes a mighty welcome Christmas gift too. You'll probably be scurrying around as most of us are buying gifts for the milkman, the postman. Yeah,
3: and Uncle Ed and Cousin Rod and Mrs. Jones's boy in the service.
4: And they'll all love Papermate pens. The Papermate comes with a free gift box, and you can buy them everywhere for only a buck sixty-nine. And take a look at the paper made desk set, too. It's a beauty.
3: So give a gift you know they like. Give a paper made pen. Yes, that is a nice loud pattern. I'll take that shirt.
4: Ah, you made a wise choice, madam.
3: I doubt that, but I'll take it anyhow. Will you gift trap it for me, please? Right away, madam. Well, I hope McGee likes it. Attention, shoe department. All clerks, shoe department. Kindly check all boxes before the customer leaves. One of you, rum-dum, sold my lunch. <laughs> well, I guess anything can happen in a busy place like this. I'm able too. Hi, Ma. Haven't got a rocking chair with you, have you? Oh, I'm dead. Me too. All I bought so far is a shirt for McGee. It's one of those California sports shirts. You know, the kind of picture people all wear? Yeah. With the long collar that comes clear down to here. <laughs> got palm trees on the pocket. Oh, I don't know what to get from Mark so far. He's so hard to buy clothes for. Nothing's ever right for Mort. Too particular, you mean? No, his shapes are funny. <laughs> the only thing I can buy him that fits him right is a necktie. What are you going to get from Fib this year, you know? No, he's going to surprise me, says. Oh, murder. Mort did that to me one Christmas. Big surprise, he says. Nobody bought me? What? hand-painted abalone shell table lamp. Oh, my. With matching ashtrays, no less. Oh, dear. (laughs) The painting on it was lovely. Clear around the shade it said, Greetings from Pismo Beach, California. (laughs) I buried it in the backyard. I don't blame you. Sounds pretty awful. McGee's not quite that wild. He surprised me last year with a bottle of perfume. And the year before that. Uh-oh, here he comes. Yeah. Don't say anything about me buying. Mm. <laughs> Hello, dearie. Oh, hi,
4: kiddo. I didn't expect to find you here in the men's... But... Oh, hi, Mae.
3: Hi, Fib. Oh, I was just helping Mabel look at some presents for Mort.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I haven't quite decided on your present yet. Uh,
4: here's your package, madam. I'm sure he'll like the shirt.
3: Huh? Oh, your package, madam. Uh, <laughs> Mabel, there's your package the shirt for Mort. Huh? Oh! Yes, yeah, the shirt from Earth. Uh, the shirt for Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, give it here.
4: Well, I'm going to look around some more, Molly. I haven't found your surprise yet.
3: New out from dearie.
4: Okay. So, bought me a shirt, huh? Hope it's one of them California sports shirts like the picture people wear with the long collar that comes down to here and the palm trees on the pockets. Sure, wish I knew what the heck to buy for her this year. She's. Whoops, watch it, bud. Yeah, yeah, it's very crowded. Ah, it's a ahead
0: of
4: Yeah. Wonderful if I ought to surprise her with a bottle of perfume. No one surprised her with perfume the last three Christmases. Maybe they got something down this aisle here for women. You, you
2: look lost, sir. May I help you? Uh, oh, oh no, I
4: ain't lost this. Uh, I know where I am. I'm just...
2: Ah, you're looking for a Christmas present, and you don't quite know what to buy, do you?
4: Well, uh, yeah, you might put it that way. I'm just looking... For your
2: wife? Yeah,
4: I want to surprise her, you see. And... I know
2: exactly what you have in mind. Well,
4: good for you, because personally, I ain't got the faintest.
2: Oh, we have some just beautiful things under the counter here. Oh, you just wait. Well, now, what kind of things? Oh, we like to eat gorgeous imports. Uh, <laughs> look at this silk negligee. Huh? Look at these gorgeous
4: lips. Oh, sure. Yeah. Aren't they delectable? Well, oh, my gosh. Oh my, well, I couldn't... Well, I mean, oh, holy smoke.
2: They're all handmade. She'll love them. Well, gee whiz, I mean, well, I... And here, if you step uh, right down this way and let me show you the nightie on the model. Oh, on the model, on the model, on the, on the, on the right model. Right down here, the
3: wax model at the end of... Where does that man go? Mm-hmm.
4: is the toughest job I ever had. Trying to find something to surprise her that I can afford that she likes that she don't expect. Oh, hi, Doc. Well, 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 what are you doing lurking around here, sonny boy? Doing your Christmas shoplifting? That ain't very funny, fatso. That was a very feeble crack. Yeah, I know. It's the best I could do. This Christmas shopping's got me licked. You're licked? Mm -hmm. Boy, I'm beat right down to my shoe soles. I swore I'd buy Molly a Christmas present that'd be a complete surprise to her this year, and I've been battling my way through this slaughterhouse all afternoon, and what have I got? Sore feet. No ideas? Sure, I've got lots of ideas. I'd like to buy her a mink coat, fill the pockets full of diamond terraris, and deliver it to her in a Cadillac convertible. You got any ideas how I can do that? Nope. Me neither. You want to surprise her, huh? What'd you give her last year? Perfume. year before that? Perfume. How about 1950? That was the year I gave her a bottle of perfume. Uh, She always knows what she's going to get. And by George, I'm going to surprise her this year if it takes me... Hey, i got it. Yeah, that's it. What's it? Look, three years in a row I've given her perfume. Got it? So you told me. So this year she knows good and well I'm not going to give her perfume again, right? She should know it. So, I want to surprise her, right? Right. That's it. Hey, miss. Wrap me up a bottle of this perfume. Oh. This evening in Liverpool. The family size. Girl can always use perfume, Doc boy, will she be surprised, because
2: the last thing she'll expect... Deborah and Molly will be right back. Friends, if you haven't mailed your Christmas gifts and greetings yet, it's later than you think. Post offices everywhere will soon be overflowing with mail. Do it now. Mail today. You can still get them there in plenty of time for Christmas. And for out-of-town delivery, you can be sure by using air mail or air parcel post, the speediest services available. And don't gamble on flimsy packaging in a Christmas rush. Pack your gifts in strong, durable boxes. Wrap in heavy paper and tie securely. Address them in ink on the wrapper. Avoid using address tags. They may be lost in transit. If you use gummed address stickers, it's a good idea to enclose a copy of the address and return address in the parcel be sure to use correct zone numbers. They're a part of the address and help to speed your mail to its destination. You can help to get your greetings there on time by tying out-of-town local Christmas cards and letters in separate bundles with stamps facing the same way and label each bundle with the out-of-town and local facing slips furnished you by your letter carrier. (laughs)
4: in a million years what you're getting for Christmas this year, Molly. I
3: know it'll be wonderful. Is it to wear or what? Well, no, I'm not saying. Ah, come on, give me a hint. Is it big or little? (laughs) I'm not
4: dropping a single hint this year. It's going to stay locked up right there in that little desk drawer till Christmas. So don't go
3: sniffing around there. Oh. Good night. Good night, all.
2: Paper Mate Pens have brought you the Fibber McGee, and Molly program transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer and the man with a heavy accent. Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Natalie Masters as the sales lady. Bob Bruce as the clerk. And Elvia Allman as Mabel Toops and the store announcer. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee, and Molly. Mom, a kitchen radio for Christmas for those great daytime shows of the NBC radio network.